mechanistic insights into mRNA 3' and processing, Anantharayan Kumar, Martin Ginek from MRC Laboratory of Molecular Biology, Cambridge, and University of Zurich, Switzerland. Current Opinion Structure Biology, 2019. The polyadenosine poly-A tail found on the three prime ends of almost all eukaryotic mRNAs is important for mRNA stability and regulation of translation. mRNA three prime end processing occurs co-transcriptionally and involves more than 20 proteins to especially recognize the polyadenylation site, cleave the pre-mRNA and add a poly-A tail and trigger transcription termination. The polyadenylation site PAS defines the end of the 3' untranslated region, 3' UTR, and therefore selection of the cleavage site is a critical event in regulating gene expression. Integrated structural biology approaches including biochemical reconstitution of multi-subunit complexes, cross-linking mass spectrometry, and structure analysis by X-ray crystallography and single-particle electron microscopy (CRO-EM) have enabled recent progress in understanding the molecular mechanisms of the mRNA 3' and processing machinery. Here, we describe new molecular insights into pre-mRNA recognition, cleavage, and polyadenylation. Introduction. Most eukaryotic pre-mRNAs are capped at the three prime and spliced at intronic sites and polyadenylated at the three prime and before they are exported from the nucleus as mature mRNAs. Each of these modifications is carried out by a set of conserved and highly regulated multiprotein complexes. The three prime and processing machinery co-transcriptionally monitors nascent transcripts for specific sequences, and upper recognition of the polyadenylation site PAS cleaves the mRNA and adds a poly-A tail to the newly generated 3' end. The 3' end processing machinery also triggers transcription termination. To coordinate these functions, it contains three different enzymatic activities, endonuclease, poly-A polymerase, and protein phosphatase. Since the cleavage event defines the 3' end of the transcript and consequently the 3' untranslated region 3' UTR, of the future mRNA, understanding how RNA is specially recognized is of key importance. The large number of protein factors involved and the dynamic nature of the interactions pose challenges in understanding the molecular mechanisms of mRNA 3' end biogenesis. Until very recently, high-resolution structures were available for only a few of the proteins involved. YSH1CPSF73 had been identified as the 3' endonuclease and its crystal structure was determined. Crystal structures were also available for the poly-A polymerase PAP1PAP Together, these structures provide insights into the enzymatic mechanisms, but they did not explain how pre-mRNAs are specifically recognized and how the different enzymatic activities are coordinated. 
Recent developments in structure determination using electron cryomicroscopy, microscopy, cryem, native mass spectrometry, and cross-linking mass spectrometry, XLMS, combined with next-generation sequencing-based functional methods have facilitated progress in understanding the molecular mechanisms of pre-mRNA processing. In this review, we outline molecular details of the core machinery that mediates pre-mRNA cleavage and polyadenylation, focusing on insights obtained within the last two years, structures and mechanisms of other components of the mRNA 3' and processing machinery have been covered extensively by other reviews. Composition and functions of 3' and processing machinery Specific and efficient mRNA 3' and processing is coordinated by the concerted action of a large number of conserved proteins. Many components were first identified by self-fractionation studies, both from yeast and human extracts. And proteomic studies further define the components of affinity-purified native complexes from Saccharomyces cerevisiae. The yeast machinery comprises three factors, cleavage and polyadenylation factor, CPF, which contains the enzymatic activities, cleavage factor, CFIA and CFIB. More recently, affinity purification of an endogenous intact CPF complex from yeast enabled through analysis of its composition, stoichiometry and subunit assembly. Specifically, native mass spectrometry defines the protein-protein interaction network within the complex, revealing that the CPF subunits are assembled into three models, each based on one of the enzymatic activities, endonuclease, polymerase or phosphatase. The interaction map of yeast CPF subunits enables specific cleavage of polyadenylation to be reconstituted from complexes of purified recombinant yeast proteins. In vivo transcriptome wide mapping of yeast pre-mRNA biogenesis factors previously showed the CPF binds AU-rich elements near the cleavage site. Still isolated CPF is not substantially active without the accessory factors CFIA and CFIB which contribute to RNA recognition and activation of the nuclease. Both CFIA and CFIB bind specific RNA sequences near the poly-A sites. The human mRNA 3' and processing machinery comprises the cleavage and polyadenylation specificity factor CPSF, cleavage stimulation factor CSTF, cleavage factors 1M, CF1M, and 2M, CF2M, and poly-A polymerase, PAP. These factors include many orthologs of the yeast machinery, but a fully active human complex has not yet been reconstituted from recombinant proteins. Whether the mammalian CPSF assembles in a similar model of fashion as CPF has not yet been confirmed but it appears to be functionally equivalent to the yeast core CPF complex, comprising the nuclease and polymerase models. 
Some of the mammalian components including WDR33 and FIP1 are much longer than the yeast subunits. Unlike the yeast, human PAP is not a stable component of the complex. A proteomic study of the human pre-mRNA 3' and protein complex identified circa 85 associated proteins, but the functions of many of these have not been truly investigated. CPSF specifically recognized a hexanucleotide AAU-AAA motif within the polyadenylation signal PAS, directing cleavage of the pre-mRNA 10 to 30 nucleotides downstream. Transcriptome-wide studies of mammalian mRNA polyadenylation have shown that the AAU-AAA PAS motif is highly conserved. Recognition of upstream UGUA containing sequences USAs and downstream G-rich and G-rich sequences DSAs by the CF1M and CTF complexes respectively contributes to selection of the cleavage site and ensures efficient pre-mRNA recognition and cleavage. Molecular architecture of the polymerase module. Guided by the protein-protein interaction network map, a 200 circa kilodalton recombinant 4 subunit CFT1 PFS2 YTH1 FIP1 complex of the polymerase module was recently analyzed using CryEM. These resulted in a 3D reconstruction comprising CFT1, PFS2 and zinc finger domains 1 and 2 of YTH1. CFT1 contains 3-7 blooded beta-propeller domains BP1, BP2, BP3 followed by C-terminal helical domain and it's intimately associated with PFS2 a WD40 protein composed of beta propeller domain and an N-terminal protrusion then inserts into the cavity formed by CFT1, BP1 and BP3. The CFT1 and PFS2 interface is extensively burying more than 4200 Armstrong square surface area and it's highly conserved. The same interaction mode was observed in X-ray crystallographic and cryem structures of the orthologs human CPSF 160 WDR 33 heterodimer. The triple beta propeller domain architecture of CFT1 CPSF 160 is structurally homologous to that of DNA damage binding protein 1 TDB1 and splicing factor SF3B subunit RSE1 despite low sequence conservation. Interestingly, the interaction of DDB1 with its binding partner DDB2 has some similarities to the CFT1, PFS2 and CPSF160 WDR33 interactions, but the details of the subunit contacts are not conserved. The CFT1 
PFS2 heterodimer constitutes a rigid core platform of the polymerase module which binds an N-terminal extended region and ZF12 of YTH1, ZF3 to 5 and YTH1 and entirely of FIP1 and not observed in the cryem reconstitution, indicating that they are flexibly tethered to CFT1 PFS2, at least in the absence of other CDPF subunits and or RNA. FIP1 and intrinsically disordered proteins forms a physical connection between the C-terminal region of YTH1 and PAP1. In an homologous manner, the human CEPSF160 WDR33 heterodimer forms the structure scaffold of CEPSF, while CEPSF30 bridges the interaction between CSPF160 and WDR33 and FIP1 based on XLMS analysis and core precipitation experiments. Consistent with its absence in yeast YTH1, the CAPSF30 zinc knuckle domain is not required for complex assembly and its function is hitherto unknown. Recognition of the polyadenylation signal. Similar to the yeast polymerase module, human CEPSF160, WDR33, CEPSF30 and FIP1 form a stable heterotetrameric core complex that recognizes the AAU-AAA polyadenylation signal motif that recruits PAP. The molecular mechanism of PAS RNA recognition by the mammalian 3' and processing machinery was recently revealed by two independently determined cryo-EM structures of the human CPSF-160, WDR33, CPSF-30, FIP-1 complex bound to AAU-AAA containing RNA. The overall architecture of the complex is highly similar to the year CFT-1, PFS-2, YTH1 FIP1 structure. However, in the absence of the PAS RNA, the SPSF30 ZF3 domain becomes ordered. PAS recognition is mediated by the CPSF30 ZF2 and ZF3 domains and WDR33, as indicated by prior studies. Although CAPSF160 was previously implicated in PAS recognition, the RNA is not contacted by CPSF160 directly. Recognition of the AAUAA motif by CPSF30 involves bending of the RNA sugar phosphate backbone into an S-shaped conformation, stabilized by extensive interactions with WDR33, in particular with N-terminal extension that encycles the RNA. The kinked RNA conformation is further stabilized by an intramolecular hexane-based pair formed with nucleotide U3 and A6. 
the adenosine, the nucleotides in position 1 to 2 and 4 to 5 of the AAU AAA motif abound by the CPSF30, ZF2 and ZF3 domains, respectively. Each nucleotide base is inserted into a pocket of the respective ZF domain and stacked with a conserved aromatic residue. Nucleotides A1, A4 and A5 are almost invariant in the PAS and each adenine base is recognized by two base-specific hydrogen bonding interactions with the N1 and N6 amino groups. In contrast, the adenine base of the more variable nucleotide A2 interacts with CPSF30 by a single hydrogen bonding contact. Contrary to the adenosine dinucleotide A1A2 and A4A5, the U3A616 base pair is not recognized by base-specific interactions, but is sandwiched between two conserved phenylalanine residues, which stabilize the base pair with PP stacking interactions. The shape of the hydrophobic pocket formed by WDR33 to accommodate the U3A6 pair is not compatible with other purine pyrimidine combinations. Thus, the intricate and specific network of molecular interactions established between CPSF30, WDR33 and all six nucleotide positions of the PAS provides a rationale for the widespread conservation of the AAU-AAA motif revealed by transcriptome-wide mapping of mammalian mRNA polyadenylation site. In agreement with these single-base substitutions in the PAS-AAU-AAA motif can result in substantial reduction in the RNA binding affinity of the CPSF complex and in deficient mRNA processing in human diseases such as alpha thalassemia and beta thalassemia. Destruction sites suggest that non-canonical PAS motifs with one or more base substitutions may function as weak polyadenylation sites. Low affinity of the non-canonical PAS motif for the CPSF complex may result in decreased use of that site. In the context of alternative polyadenylation, the weak affinity of non-canonical PAS motifs is likely compensated for by additionally upstream and downstream cis-acting elements that enhance CPSF binding under specific conditions or in response to specific signals. In yeast, the polyadenylation signals are less well-defined and typically contain degenerate A-rich motifs that often lack the U3A616 base pair nucleotides. In agreement with this, the U3A6 binding pocket created by the N-terminal region of WDR33 is not conserved in yeast PFS2. Conversely, the structure and sequence conservation of yeast YTH1, ZF2 and ZF3 domains, which specifically recognize A bases is higher, eukaryotes suggest the recognition of adenosine dinucleotides by YTH1 is conserved. 
structure differences in the RNA cognition modes of the yeast and human machineries could explain the observations the yeast CPFS core binds to model RNA substrates with much lower affinity than human CPFS. Mechanisms of Endonucleolytic Cleavage YSH1 CPSF73, the endonuclease subunit of CPF-CPSF complexes contains metal or beta-lactamase, MLB, and beta-CASP domains. The crystal structure of human CPSF73 reveals an active site in the junction of the two domains containing two coordinated zinc ions. The geometry of the zinc ions coordinating a hydroxide ion and a sulfate ion in the active site suggests a possible catalytic mechanism. However, the active site tunnel in this structure is very narrow and cannot accommodate the RNA substrate. In agreement with this, purified human CPSF73 has only weak endonuclease activity in vitro and CPSF-dependent pre-mRNA cleavage has not been reconstituted in vitro to date. Together, these observations suggest that conformational activation of CPSF-73 is required before pre-mRNA cleavage. These may be important to prevent spurious nuclease activity and pre-mRNA misprocessing. Recent biochemical reconstitution of the yeast pre-mRNA cleavage and polyadenylation machinery showed that the YSH1 endonuclease subunit is only active when assembled into the circa 500 kilodalton 8 subunit CPF core complex. Specific and efficient RNA cleavage also requires the presence of both CF1A and CF1B. Interestingly, the recombinant CPF core complex cleaved RNA substrates in vitro within a window of three nucleotides suggesting that it has positional accuracy but does not have strict nucleotide specificity. To gain insights into mechanisms that may prime YSH1 for activation within CPFR core crystal and cream structures of yeast YSH1 in complex with the ubiquitin-like UBL domain of another CPF subunit MPE1 were determined. These structures revealed an interaction interface bearing circa 900 Armstrong square of surface area and evolving hydrophobic, polar and electrostatic contacts. Two alpha helices within the MPE1 bound YSH1 MBL domain are shifted when compared to the CPSF73 structure. This results in a slight opening of the cavity leading to the active site, but additional conformational changes must occur to accommodate the RNA substrate. The relatively high atomic B factors of the beta-CASP domain suggest that may be mobile, allowing further opening of the active site, cleft up an activation. 
Nevertheless, the precise mechanism underpinning this process and its dependence on other CPF, CPSF, subunits, and accessory polyadenylation factors still remains poorly understood. Conclusions and Future Challenges Recent integrative structure studies have revealed the molecular architecture of the eukaryotic mRNA 3' and processing machinery. Although these studies provide key insights into the assembly RNA cognition and enzymatic activities of these factors, a number of questions concerning their molecular functions still remain unanswered. A critical aspect of the molecular mechanisms of CEPF CEPSF concerns the coupling of its RNA binding, endonuclease and poly-A polymerase activities. A 3D reconstruction of ESCPF core obtained by negative stain electron microscopy indicates that CFT1PFS2 and YTH1 of the polymerase module form a structure scaffold onto which PAP1 and the nuclease module are tethered. Conformational dynamics within CPF may serve to accommodate the variable distance between the polyadenylation signals and cleavage sites observed in different pre-mRNAs. It might enable remodeling of the complex upon binding CF1A, CF1B and pre-mRNA. It is likely that similar mechanisms exist within the human complex. To understand the molecular basis of nuclease activation, future studies will focus on the structures of CPF, CPSF, bound to accessory factors and additional cis-acting RNA elements. Further studies will also be required to understand how the 3' and processing machinery regulates transcription. It is known that the phosphatase subunit of ESCPF dephosphorylates serine 5 of the C-terminal domain CTAD of polymerase 2 to facilitate the switch from transcription initiation to elongation, while GLC-7 dephosphorylates tyrosine 1 to promote transcription termination. Structure studies will define how the phosphatase module interacts with CEPF and whether the phosphoratates are mechanistically coupled to RNA recognition, cleavage and polyadenylation. In mammalian cells, up to circa 70% of genes have more than one PAS, giving rise to alternative mRNA isoforms that may include different protein isoforms or contain distinct 3' UTR conferring different stabilities and transcriptional efficiencies. The CEPSF subunits FIP1 and RBBP6, as well as the accessory factors CSTF and CF1M, have been implicated in the regulation of PAS selection. Furthermore, interactions between the 3' and processing factors and the pre-mRNA splicing machinery have also been shown to contribute to alternative polyadenylation. The mechanistic basis for alternative polyadenylation remains to be determined. Finally, mRNA poly-A tails generally reach a defined length of circa 60 as in yeast and circa 250 as in humans. Nuclear 
poly-A binding proteins, yeast NAB2 and PAB1, and human PABPN1, play roles in regulating the activity and processivity of poly-A polymerase, thus specifying the poly-A tail length. But the molecular details of this process are known. The recent structure and biochemical studies described here provide a foundation for future investigations that will focus on these aspects of mRNA, 3' and biogenesis and their regulation. Thank you for listening to this article. If you have any suggestions or article you would like to listen to, please drop me the DOI of the article and then you can listen to it.